0: Hi, I'm Taylor Velag, and welcome to my podcast, Single-Use Plastic Bags, to Recycle or to Ban. At one point or another, we've all heard the recent hot topic about single-use plastic bags. If you haven't, no worries. That's what I'm here to talk about. A lot of people would say that banning these plastic bags altogether would be the smartest move for our environment, but is that actually the case? We really only use single-use plastic bags for a couple minutes before we throw them away. It makes sense that the actual negative effects that they have in our environment aren't something we usually think about. But there are plenty of things we need to consider when using them. Like I said before, plastic bag bans are trending in the United States. But I don't think we're really considering what we would use instead if they were banned. Plastic bags were actually made to replace paper bags, which were much more popular back in the day. And as the old cliche goes, history tends to repeat itself. Now we're trying to replace plastic bags with paper bags. There are a number of counter arguments that come up when it comes to using plastic bags and the negative effects of their use are undeniable they do leach toxic chemicals into the environment, they are harmful to marine animals, and they're even toxic to us. They aren't biodegradable, so once they're manufactured, they are in this world forever. But with that being said, are the environmental impacts of the proposed alternatives better than those that come with using plastic bags? Or is there a better way around this problem? The usual argument goes, Paper bags are more eco-friendly because they degrade faster than plastic bags. In order to make this statement true, we would need to use them at least four times. Can paper bags even last that long? They're flimsy and fragile and easily ripped or broken. We need to cut down a large number of trees so that we can keep up with the demand. And the amount of trees we would need to plant and grow to keep up with this demand just is not realistic. If you take a plastic bag and a paper bag and you compare them, you'll find that paper bags are much denser than plastic bags. So because of how dense they are, it means we would need to use more energy resources for their transportation. Not only that, but there was an article written on this topic, it's called Plastic or Paper, Which bag is greener? And according to Edgington, the author of this article, paper bags use four times as much energy when manufactured than plastic bags do. During my research, I came across an article by Zoe Schlanger. She's an environmental reporter. And according to her research, and I quote, when taking into account other factors like the impact of manufacturing on climate change, ozone depletion, water use, air pollution, and human toxicity, those classic plastic shopping bags are actually the most benign of the current common options. The most common arguments made against the use of plastic bags are the pollution caused to our environment. So I did some research and I found an article called The Problem with Plastic Bags. When reading through this article, a pretty shocking number stood out to me, so I'm going to share it with you today. Only 1% of single-use plastic bags actually end up being properly recycled after use. That's kind of crazy to think about. This is exactly why we need to implement stricter recycling regulations for single-use plastic bags. It would reduce the amount of environmental pollution and reduce the number of plastic bags sent to sit in landfills, Stricter recycling regulations, rather than banning plastic bags altogether, will avoid the more damaging effects of the proposed alternatives too. So this further pushes my point that the energy and resources needed to produce paper bags and other proposed alternatives are much higher than those needed to make and distribute plastic bags. When you take into account all of the you know, the energy, the resources, and all the things that Are included in manufacturing these bag receptacles that we use every single day plastic bags come out on top for being the least damaging to the environment the most damage that they do is when they aren't recycled properly or you know just thrown away properly it's when they're sitting in landfills and just given the opportunity to leach their chemicals into our our environment that they really do the biggest amount of damage it's when they're sitting in these landfills that they're able to get blown away and get lost to the rest of the environments outside of these landfills. These are all things that we need to consider so I'm not saying that we need to get rid of plastic bags altogether I think it's our best option here when we're trying to be environmentally friendly. And when you look at the arguments for using paper bags, they're arguing that it's more eco-friendly. But it's really not, because they're not taking into account all of the other factors that come along with it. Really the only thing they're looking at is the degradation rates. So we've gone over the alternative options to plastic bags and why they aren't as eco-friendly as they seem. It's time that we talk more in depth about plastic bags in general now. Plastic bags were originally brought to the United States in 1979, so that's just over 30 years ago. I came across an article called From Birth to Ban that says... While these single-use plastic bags have been around for that long, the lack of recycling regulations for them right now have led to only 1% of them being properly recycled and reused. The other 99% of them spin landfills, or they get lost in our environment. Reading this sparked my interest, so I dug even further into other countries who have actually enforced recycling regulations. I found that there was a research team in Europe that analyzed the life cycle of plastic bags. Their research showed how the regulations they've implemented have successfully decreased the amount of plastic waste in landfills all the way down to 5%. The rest are reused for either materials or energy recovery. Some of these countries were able to do this by banning landfilling plastic materials. Others were able to do this by having a separate landfill for plastic waste and by setting a limit on the amount of plastic bags that can be brought there. So these countries, they're just great examples that we as the United States can look at for how setting stricter regulations for plastic bag recycling and reuse can have a positive impact on us. Just to give you a quick recap, we've gone over how stricter recycling laws can have a proven positive effect. Do we fully understand why stricter recycling regulations are so important though? What I'm about to say isn't everyday common knowledge and even I wasn't aware of this until I did more thorough research on the subject, but I found that there was a study done on the life cycle and degradation rate of polythylene plastic bags which are the single-use plastic bags that we use so often. And this study actually showed that it can take up to 1,000 years for plastic bags to degrade depending on the environmental factors. So some of these factors would be UV light, heat, and microbes. And the amount of sunlight and heat needed for plastic bags to degrade at a noticeable rate would have to be above 100 degrees Celsius. And that's according to a study done on the degradation rate of plastic in the environment. That is an unusually high temperature that you really won't see happening in a natural setting. A thousand years is a long, long time. The life of a plastic bag will outlast my life, it will outlast your life, our children's lives, our grandchildren's lives. The effects of environmental pollution will be felt for generations and generations to come this just gives plastic bags so so much time to wreak havoc on our environment and just leave their lasting effects on not only the environment but everything that lives on that environment that's everything from wildlife to human beings and it's not just us that are going to be feeling these effects it's going to be people centuries upon centuries upon centuries that will be feeling them and that's exactly why we need to implement stricter recycling regulations nationwide so we can avoid these types of things and I'm going to go a little further into exactly what these effects are later on in my podcast so please just stick around bear with me we're going to get through this together While these plastic bags are polluting our nation, they're also leaching plastic-based chemicals into our terrestrial environments and our marine environments. I don't need to tell you how light plastic bags are, but it doesn't hurt to remind you. um, Because of how lightweight they are, it really makes it easy for them to just get picked up and blown away in the wind. When this happens, they end up making their way through the terrestrial environment and they often get blown so far that they end up in marine environments too. We've already touched a little bit on how long plastic bags can last on terrestrial environments, so let's segue into marine environments now. I found another study that took a look at the degradation rate of single-use plastic bags, but this time they were looking into how long they last in marine environments. O'Brien and Thompson, the researchers in this study, did an experiment where they discovered that over 40-week exposure periods, less than 2% of surface area was lost by standard polythylene plastic bags. This slow degration rate means that these plastic bags can survive in water for about 20 years. That leaves a lot of time for them to do a significant amount of damage. When plastic bags are in water, they look an awful lot like jellyfish to marine animals. So these can be things like dolphins or sea turtles or just anything that would normally eat a jellyfish as part of their everyday diet. So these marine animals often end up mistaking plastic bags for food. Well, their bodies aren't able to digest plastic, so their stomachs end up being too full for them to eat real food. They can starve because of this, Marine animals get tangled up in plastic bags too, and this can affect them in a number of different ways. They can suffocate from them, it can limit their mobility, it makes it hard for them to run away from predators, and it's harder for them to catch their own prey this way too. It's even possible that they start to panic because they're so constricted and they would hurt themselves while trying to escape. I did a little more research on this topic, and I found an article called The Problem of Marine Plastic Pollution, and in this article they talked about how plastic bags are actually one of the largest contributors when it comes to debris that have ended up in marine environments. This is why it's so important that we understand the true extent of the effects plastic pollution has on our marine life, and why we should take the steps needed to decrease these numbers. At this point of the podcast, it's pretty well known how easy and how common it is for fish and birds to mistakenly eat plastic bag remnants. We have to consider how the food chain works in this case, too. Did you know that plastic consumption doesn't just affect wildlife, but it affects us and the rest of the human population, too? I read an article that talked about how every single piece of plastic ever made still exists today. When I was reading this article, I came across a pretty shocking statistic. 92% of Americans over the age of six have tested positive for plastic-based chemicals in their body. There's a much higher chance of us being part of that 92% than there is of us not being a part of it. It's a chain reaction that we aren't necessarily aware of that is even happening. Something we use just about every single day is causing chemicals to enter our bodies without us even knowing it. The plastic-based chemicals that enter our bodies go a level further, too. I took a look at the National Library of Medicine, and it explained how once they enter our bloodstream, they're able to affect estrogen receptors. They can cause endocrine disorders. They have potential to cause male and female infertility they can cause tumors, and the list just goes on. So really, it's a domino effect, and all living things become affected by it one way or another. The amount of plastics and plastic-based chemicals entering the water systems and food chain will greatly be reduced by passing stricter recycling regulations in the United States. It would also reduce the amount of plastic-based chemicals entering the human body as well. So far, we've heard how plastic bags affect the environment, marine life, and, consequently, us as well. Well, they do affect our water and our water systems too, so we're going to talk a little bit more on that topic next. When I was doing my research on this topic, I came across an article called The Plastic Problem. And according to this article, plastic bags create dangerous conditions for urban areas by causing clogged storm drains. Storm drains were made to help prevent the flooding of urban areas, but something that wasn't really considered in this process was the amount of plastic pollution that would get caught up in them. Clogged storm drains increase the risk of flooding in residential areas. Homes are put in danger of being damaged or destroyed because of this. Flooding also increases the risks of other natural phenomena like landslides, mudslides, and just dangerous living conditions in general. So staying on the topic of dangerous living conditions, clogged storm drains and water systems provide just the perfect environment for waterborne diseases to thrive. Cholera is one of these waterborne diseases that can really just flourish in the environment that a clogged storm drain provides. It can contaminate the water systems and can be fatal to even a healthy person within hours of being exposed to it. So we've already kind of touched on how we, you know, indirectly are consuming plastic bag chemicals and all the things that come with it, like the health complications and just the chemical-based poisoning in general. So on top of that, we also have the waterborne diseases that come from storm drains being clogged by plastic bags. That's just one other aspect that these plastic bags can, you know, indirectly cause us and our health to be put at risk. By imposing stricter recycling regulations for single-use plastic bags, we would be reducing the amount of plastic that ends up in storm drains and waterways. We would be reducing the amount of clogged drainage systems and the amount of breeding grounds available for these waterborne diseases. The common question when it comes to the topic of single-use plastic bags is whether they should be banned or not. It's often overlooked that there are other options available to us too, like implementing stricter recycling regulations instead. The proposed alternative, like paper bags, just aren't as eco-friendly as they're made out to be. And the level of damage done to the environment and natural resources from manufacturing these paper bags are much more negatively impactful than those caused by plastic bags i took some data from an article called plastic material specific data it showed that out of the 35.4 million tons of plastic made in the united states alone Only 2.5 million tons of it was properly recycled in 2017. After learning this, it's not as surprising to hear why so many people want plastic bags banned altogether. But a much more viable solution to this would be enforcing stricter nationwide recycling regulations. It would benefit the land, water quality, ocean conditions, marine life, And just our health as citizens of the United States. It's a simple change that won't require much effort from us but will make a huge impact for all living things in the long run. These are some of the many reasons why the United States needs to implement stricter nationwide recycling regulations. It would just minimize these negative effects on the environment and on all forms of life. That's all I have for you for this episode. Thank you for listening and sticking with me today. If you want to get involved, I urge you to just learn more about the effects of single-use plastic bags, the effect that they have on us and our environment. Educate yourself. Educate your friends. Educate your family. Sign petitions to help us work towards stricter recycling regulations. There are things that we can do already to help make a change. Change begins with us.